The Circle, a novel by Ed Adams. Route SI6 Jake recognized the route from Hoxton down towards the embankment and then along to Vauxhall Bridge, where they turned left. He assumed they were heading for the SI6 building on the south side of the Thames and, sure enough, they took another left and then down a slope into an underground area. Jake noticed that the route had been continuously moving which implied he had received some priority treatment based on being part of a cavalcade of police cars. He thought this was a new record to cross this area of London. He looked across the back seat to the woman, okay, Ms. Miller. Call me Amanda. Okay, Ms. Amanda Miller, why are you so insistent on bringing me here? I think you and your friends have got caught up in something which has international dimensions. Not that you are in the USA, but that there are other forces at play. Okay, and the reason you need to bring me here. In the short term, it is for your protection. We will want to ask you some questions, and I notice that so far you have been very cooperative. It would be better if it stayed that way. We want to protect you and your colleagues while getting access to the information that you uncover. They led Jake from the car and into a reception area. There were conventional office security systems in use. Glass barriers and swipe cards. There didn't seem to be anything robust about the entry security. He followed Ms. Miller through the barrier and into another room. I must ask you to leave your phone, keys and other personal belongings here, said Miller. The people over there will look after them for you and give you a small token that you can use to release them later. And if I say no asked Jake. Please, Mr. Lambers, please continue to cooperate. We have your interests at heart. Jake noticed that other people were entering the room and going through a similar process. He remembered doing jury service once and that there had been a similar process to stop mobile phones from being used in the courtroom. As you can see, said Miller, this is a routine procedure. We need to know you are not photographing or recording things inside the building. Jake emptied his pockets, keys, phone, the memory stick. What about my money? asked Jake. You can keep that, said Amanda, although I'll be buying the coffee. The woman behind the counter scanned Jake's wallet with a small device. There was a beep. It'll be your oyster card, she said. They have aerials inside them. Jake opened the wallet and flicked through the cards. The oyster card was in there. He removed it, and the security woman tried scanning the wallet again. This time it was clear. I'll add the oyster card to your stored items, she said. Jake nodded. A significant security risk, his oyster card. That's fine, said Amanda. We still have to go through the metal detector, which is just like the ones at airports. Jake walked forward and to his slight surprise could pass through this with no beeps. Good, said Amanda, you are on the inside now. Let's go to somewhere where we can talk. Jake thought about this. He was now cut off from everyone he knew, and after speeding across London in a matter of minutes, he was now inside the center of the UK security machine. Here, said Miller, I have a room for us. Jake expected to enter a grim grey walled room with a table screwed to the floor and some mirror glass. Instead, he was now in a small conference room. There was a coffee pot, some cookies, a picture of a field and an oval table surrounded with about a dozen chairs. 
At the front was a screen and a whiteboard, also on the wall was a sliding flip chart. I'm sorry, I couldn't get a smaller room at short notice, said Amanda, but I hope this will do. And won't be off-putting. A couple of others will join us and want to ask you a few questions. Thank you.